Hey, my name's Ty Baumanis. And I'm Connor Dorney. And for some reason, you are listening to The Fantasy Morons. Welcome in to The Fantasy Morons. How we doing, everybody? Thanks for coming back. Week 14. You're it's, still alive. It's the playoffs for some of us and almost the playoffs for other people. It's very confusing on a league-to-league basis. I thought my playoffs were starting this week. Turns out they're not. Yeah. So, And that's the advice you're getting is from guys <laughs> that don't even know their own league settings. Yep. I uh, thought it was PPR all year. Turns out, standard. Turns out I'm playing fantasy basketball. <laughs> yeah, you came to the right place. If you're listening to us, taking our advice, you are not in the playoffs. Good luck. We are, Good so listen to us. Hope it's a keeper league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I had a, uh, I had an interesting week. Yeah. I, I kind of jumped back in time. You did? I accidentally shaved my face. Oh, so now you look 14 instead of 16. Yes, yes. I have even more boyish good looks <laughs> is what I'm saying. So when we got back from our uh, our trip, my trimmer, my beard trimmer was in a bag and the length adjustment fell off. And uh, I didn't notice that until oh. I just went, Near, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I Once looked you at make it, that I, mistake, you're like, oh, boy. Yeah, I looked at it. I was like, oh, I could get into prom again. This is not good. <laughs> And uh, it was unsavable. I had to shave my face. And every single person pointed it out to me that I look younger. Well, there you go. Like, I don't own a mirror. What a problem to have. By the way, when you you got into that story and said beard trimmer, I really thought that was referring to someone's profession. I thought you were a one percenter just telling me that you have a beard trimmer just on call at all times yeah keith? Up. yeah and now they're in the river somewhere <laughs> keith is in the river with cinder blocks around his ankles yeah i did go on a cruise so one percenter isn't far off that's true that's true you've yeah. seen you've seen thanksgiving football on a thousand inch tv yeah so. yeah shout out royal caribbean <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be our sponsor next yeah, year shout out that's haiti that for. one private island the nice one we're gonna do all the podcasts from royal caribbean cruises next year yeah that's the goal yeah uh, until they kick us off. That's yeah. until they tell us we have to pay for every cruise. Uh huh. And it's going to be like SoundCloud. Just like the more episodes we record, we have to, you know, get higher up on the ship. Like, yeah. We're going to be in the, we're going to be driving the boat by the end of the season. Playoff well, hopefully, time. hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they're just going to close off the aqua theater in the back where they do all the shows. You'll be like, sorry guys, two guys have to watch this for their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. This is, I know this is weird, but you just, you just got to go with it. We're yeah. an official sponsor of the fantasy yeah. morons. Sorry. Have you guys tried the slides? Maybe try the slides cause they're busy. <laughs> Yeah, any, uh, any, any shows coming up you'd like to tell the people about? <sighs> Next week, uh, it's it's closer and closer. Set the scene, National Comedy Theater Phoenix. Their brand new location, downtown Mesoff Main Street. We got a great lineup. Lots of good stand-up, lots of good improv slash sketch comedy. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Sweet. So buy tickets, 10 bucks at nctphoenix.com. Make sure you get on those early. Because you want to come hang out with us for our first show back at the new venue. Heck yeah. Uh, and then if you don't want to pay money, I have shows because that's the difference between us. You have to pay to see Connor. You can just come see me anytime for free. There I am go. at Bridget's Last Laugh in Phoenix, uh, December 11th 
which is Tuesday. I am at the lounge in Sunny Slope area of Phoenix. So mm-hmm. uh, bring a gun. It's December 12th. <laughs> uh, it's Wednesday. So next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you could see us three times. Three in a row. Listen, we know you're going to see us zero times, but just lie to us. Just a week full of morons. Tell us you're going to come to a show. The Lounge is a very cool venue. I did that show it for is. the first time last month, and it was delightful. So you, you guys should check out that show. You want to talk about day. one percenters, man. <laughs> That's for, yeah. It's just all the rich people in, like, the poor neighborhood. I felt like everybody should have been snapping for us after our sets. Yeah. I should have been playing, like, a, a stand-up bass yeah, and it, telling I, jokes. I, I always want to bring up some bongos. Yeah. Mm-hmm do some slam poetry something like that yeah they do pay you in pizza though which is more payment than a lot of these shows it is and really the best form of payment if we're being honest yeah yeah because one way or another i am turning any money or any payment into food still haven't figured out how to write marinara off on my taxes though nope you'll never know we'll get into that later a little grease stain Mm mm-hmm uh, if you guys have not found us already, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash fantasy morons podcast. We are on Twitter at fantasy FB morons. Uh, we are also on Apple podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google play, the fantasy morons. Uh, but you found us somehow. So, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep listening. Yeah. Or follow us for very limited, uh, engagement on social media. <laughs> hey, we'll get around to that. It took, we, Twitter took our rights away from us, so it, we're still scarred from that experience. Yeah. We don't want to give them the satisfaction of having us come begging back to their platform. It's very true. They're lucky to have us. They are. They are lucky to have you us. Know, you know, us th- and every other egg. Listen, this is do year one. they still one. do eggs? I don't think they do I that don't anymore. think so. I have no idea. This is year one. We're feeling it out. You guys are feeling it out with us, but not in a creepy way. You guys all, are guinea pigs. We are, we are all in this together now. And next year, we are going to maybe get you closer to the playoffs, but I can't promise anything. We hope. Next year, though, will be will be fun just based on the fact that we're going to do a Fantasy Morons League together so we can all commiserate and talk shit to each other in a much more intimate setting. Yep. And then none, none of this being in different leagues garbage. You know, we're going to really consolidate our resources and have a buy-in league, I guess. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. We, we got to have some, some real... Uh, cold hard cash on the table it's gonna be a two-team league it's gonna be connor and myself (laughs) just monster teams every week a lot of deep rosters like wow another 300 to 290 game in ppr that's pretty impressive we're gonna do a four-team league it's gonna be uh connor myself and then our fiancés and we're not gonna help them and we're just gonna find a way to lose probably that's okay i'm i'm playing her in one of my leagues in the playoffs right now so you know no surrender no no surrender at all no I mean, for her, she's probably going to beat you. Yeah, no, she will. All right. In this week's episode, we have actually a decent amount of news. We have some fuck, Mary kill to help you set your lineups for the playoffs because you're a helpless loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have listener questions, but first we will get into a week 13 recap. Let's do it. Uh, we had a lot of good. We had a lot of bad. And... It's, As it's, it's broken down that way too. It's very, <laughs> there it's is very good easy and there to is read. Bad. Very, yeah. very legible. You know, mm-hmm. we have full time jobs. You can't always make this dock nice. Yeah. How'd you get it into crayon? That's what I'm wondering. It's Comic Sans. Oh, okay. Same thing. Uh, so as it's as it's typed out here, Tariq Cohen was pretty good. He was pretty good. 
that was a late play for me. I was looking at my lineup, I think Sunday morning, and decided, yeah, I think I'm going to start Tariq Cohen. Slash had a little bit of help from uh, the co-host over here. Yeah, come on. Yeah, a little I, bit. But I, I had realized, see, I feel like I'm at the point of the season where I don't even really give a shit about the waivers at this point. And I guess maybe that's one of my flaws playing fantasy. You but I'm just flaws. like, I do have many flaws. Let's let's not get into that. But I feel like at this point of the year, I'm like, this is my fucking team. I'm just going to go ahead with this. If I lose, so be it. But I feel like there's so much at stake emotionally for the people that are making like 14 waiver moves every week. Like I can't handle that on my psyche to to drop <laughs> to drop someone and then watch them explode for like 200 yards next week. I love your mentality cuz it's the same mentality of every like 3A high school football team in texas you're just like the head coach like you know what man this is all we got in our district i know we suck <laughs> but we're just gonna make it work we're just gonna do our job and then go work in the coal mines after <laughs> are there coal mines in texas we're gonna, we're gonna take over our daddy's auto body shop and we're gonna go two two and nine <laughs> for the 12th year in a row but we're not trading players all right y'all do a bear crawl and then at the end change my oil <laughs> That's, that, that, that's that's every Texas high school coach of like a shitty team. Yeah, they just they just come up with really practical solutions like at the end of a drill, you know. <laughs> Boy, <Boop. Yeah. laughs> where I don't know where that accent was going. <laughs> Boy, you ain't seeing stars as daytime. What do you mean? Come on, get back in there. That's Mars out there right now. <laughs> He's just like an astronomer for some reason. This is actually, this is just Connor looking at his lineup on Sunday morning. Uh-huh. Seeing stars. Like Cohen. Oh, man. Tariq Cohen, he's, he's in line for a big game, I tell you what. <laughs> I, hey, every every other site I saw that was like, eh, Tariq Cohen might be okay. They're stats guys. They're nerds. They're That's losers. True. It's not gut feel. I was like, you know what? Chase Daniel can't throw the ball. They're not going to move it efficiently. <laughs> The you know who can throw the ball? Tariq Cohen, apparently. Yes, yes. Uh, the Giants are very susceptible to the run. Jordan Howard sucks, and they don't like him. Yep. Big game for Tariq Cohen. Boom, gut there you feel. Go. There you go. Gut feel. Gut feel. Uh, Philip Lindsay was sick. Yep. Philip Lindsay. Uh, some might know him as the Royce Freeman of the Denver Broncos. Oh, boy. Boy, did he... To be fair, his year. to be fair, I I think Philip Lindsay, he's going to be, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, guys that are going to be drafted way higher than they should be. Philip Lindsay is going to be that guy next year in, in terms of running backs. And I think he's due for like some pretty big regression. I mean, he's the Alvin Kamara of this year. And uh, I mean, it was the same thing. Everyone's like, Alvin Kamara is going to regress. And then he still has been pretty okay. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe this will be the Kamara actual. versus Philip Lindsay. I'm going to go with Kamara on that one. Why? Because one's light skin, one's dark skin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll exactly. just move on then. Moving on. <laughs> Very open. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley the second. Mm-hmm. Big week. I mean, I mean, there's no real analysis. It's, that's that's pretty much. Here's, is there is there a more consistent player the last two years in fantasy than Todd Gurley? No, no, no. He's very good. Yes. Um, 
I don't like that no one calls him Todd Gurley the second because he's Gurley the second. He has a two on his jersey. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna refer to him as Gurley the second or just Todd. There are a lot of weird first names in the NFL. There are. Like they sound normal, like first and last name, but like Alvin and Todd. <laughs> yo, there's some. It's that's Philip. We the, just mentioned Philip. The best players have the most boring names. I think that's what we've decided based on this. Like I'm sorry, but like <laughs> Mark and Michael and Todd sound like anyone I would work with. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Gurley the second. Good game. Uh, and then just as we told you guys this week, big weeks, expect it from Dante Pettis, Jerron Brown, and Zay Jones. You knew it. You knew it was coming. And you fucked up if you didn't play him. Mm-hmm. We Dante, told you. Dante Pettis, that was a pretty big homecoming for him in Seattle. Big game. Sick. He looked good. Yeah, he did look good. But the 49ers are also terrible. Too unpredictable. They got, they got demolished as per usual. Yeah, uh, Zay Jones looked really good. We'll, boy, we'll, we'll it, talk more about Buffalo. he hard to figure out. Boy, are the Bills in general very confusing because yes. now they have an offense and they actually have a good defense. There you go. I, I was never that worried about their defense, but the offense... Oh, by the way, we'll go back to our recurring segment that we haven't brought back in a while, but the Bills finally played this week should we drop Kellen Benjamin? Yes. <laughs> and they decided, yes. Yes. I don't know if you had it later in news, but I figured that we should revisit that segment. So now I'll ask you, is it time to drop Kelvin Benjamin now that his employer has dropped him? I see you hold him for another week. Okay. You don't know where he resurfaces. That's true. What if he goes to the Patriots? That's true. You never know. You heard it here first. Pick up Kelvin Benjamin. Putting up big numbers on practice squad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to miss a lot of players that had good games and a lot that had bad games. This is just what Mostly I can think 90% of, like of them. 25 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of duds this week, too. Uh, ooh. Cream Hunt with a goose egg. Did did you not see the, the news? Did you, like... No, do you get hurt in, in like warmups or something? Like Evan Ingram no. did that. I st- not no, not exactly. I mean, did I, you I, like I, turn I, on, I did you like turn on a TV this weekend? Wait, yeah, dude. I I, I started Kareem Hunt. It? I figured Kareem Hunt's floor was probably like I mean four or five points. Worst case scenario, I did not expect to get a goose egg from him. Well, st- I got a zero from Kareem Hunt. Let me just say this: there was somebody on a floor, and it was not Kareem Hunt. Is it like his center? No. Okay. I'm just going to... Oh, I'm going to... I'm going to let you... After, after we're done recording, I'm just going to let you Google Kareem Hunt and see what comes up. Well, I'm pretty, pretty up to date on all my stats, so... Okay. I think uh, he has a good matchup this week. I mean, it, the Ravens are tough. I think Kareem Hunt will bounce back against them at home. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Whatever. The dude. eternal optimist. Uh, Mark Ingram was eh. That's the analysis. I wrote that out. I typed that today. Uh-huh. Is that Mark how it's Ingram, pronounced too, eh. by the way? Hmm? Is that how it's pronounced too, by the way? Eh. Well, the Saints, is it this week that they lost to the Cowboys? I feel like everything yeah, blends together. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. What a weird game that was. Eh. One team is already in and the other team is 
really fighting to get in. Yeah, it was very strange. Mark Ingram doesn't have a gray area. He is either like a, a 20 yards guy or like a 100 yard, two, three touchdown guy. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. But that being said, fire him up for the playoffs because <laughs> why not? Doesn't he have he a had, two in his name? He had, he's, he had, he's Mark Ingram the second? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, he is. Also, don't start anybody that has senior on the back of their jersey. Come on. Can we cut that shit out? Yeah. Oh, great. You had a baby. Oh, that's nice. You're a senior at 22 years old. Oh, fantastic. You were so uh, uncreative that you gave your kid your damn name. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. LeBron Jr. Get fucking real. (laughs) Bronny. Bronny. I'm talking specifically, like, that's a thing. I feel like it only started a few years ago. Players doing the senior on the back of their jersey. Yeah. And it's like, you're in college. You're not even actually a senior in college. You should not have senior on the back of your jersey. You are a redshirt now, sophomore. Now, now, Connor. You're a redshirt sophomore. Have it say Johnson R-S-O, period. Stop with the senior bullshit. You heard it here first, Fantasy Morons. Moving on. Stop with the senior bullshit. Yeah. I did uh, actually tweet David Johnson when he had his kid, and I asked if he was going to change his name for his second year on his jersey to Johnson Senior because there aren't any, and there are a million Johnsons. And he responded and said, I didn't even think about that. Wow. But I'm not going to do it. And then everyone replied to me like, thank God, I was going to have to get a new jersey. And I was like, I don't know. This was more for me, man. Like, that that was, what a great response. I didn't think about that, but no. Yeah. And I, there's I, a I, reason I, I didn't think about that. So no. I actually started it. I said, uh, hey, David, me again. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, nobody cared. I just sounded real creepy. All right. We're off the rails. Uh, Alshon Alrighty. Jeffrey sucks. The Eagles kind of suck. Yep. Good thing they traded for Golden Tate and ruined two teams, including their own. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Forget it. You they don't save Zach Ertz. Start Ertz. Start maybe Josh Adams. Maybe. I do really like Josh Adams. Other than that. But that offensive they, line is just, it's atrocious. They can't block anybody. Golden Tate's. All of their, their, their bookend tackles are like 36, 37 years old and can't stay on the field. And that's why I, I, I'm saying that Golden Tate's performance on Monday night was just such a fluke. Like, they were just forcing the ball to him because there were already yeah. whispers of, like, we shouldn't have done this. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got to at least get him a touchdown, right? Uh, just take the new toy out of the box. Let's play with it for a little bit before we take it back to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, we're playing against Mark Sanchez. Just force feed him and let's see how he does. All right, here we go. Uh, and here's my favorite uh my favorite group from this week julio jones two catches for 13 yards oh i know that all too well mike evans four catches for 44 yards michael thomas five catches for 40 yards odell beckham jr three catches for 35 yards but he caught a touchdown and threw a touchdown so he saved his day uh that's hilarious though those stats right there that's hold on quick math uh, 14 catches for about 120 yards. That should be any one of their ceilings any given yeah, week. Yeah, that's and like Julio's line over the past two years, which never included a touchdown. No. It was like 14 for 120 and zero touchdowns. It's like four of the top wide receivers in the league. Yeah. Putting up absolute duds. I get the You're feeling welcome. that's not going to happen next week. 
Yeah, well, guess I what? I sure hope so. I need Julio to bounce back. Yeah, I, it's not going to happen this week, but you might not have made the playoffs because of that last week. That's, so That's true. You guys can all suck it. We told you, bench them all. Yep. Thanks don't, for listening. Don't listen to last week's episode. <laughs> I have no idea what we said. Uh, uh, all right, let's get into a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Green is dead. R.I.P. Emmanuel Sanders is dead. Very recently dead. R.I.P. Christian Kirk is dead. R.I.P. At least he doesn't have to play for the Cardinals anymore. Yeah, that put him out of his misery. It, it was funny when that came across. I read that and I was like, oh no. But most of me was like, oh, that's great. Let's keep him healthy. We're not playing for anything. There you go. Uh, James Conner is not dead, but he is hurt. Mm -hmm. I called it immediately. When Tomlin got so mad, he's like, he's fine. It's a bruise. I was like, he's not fine. His leg is dangling off right now. It's a bruise. All the doctors on Twitter were like, oh, no, that's a high ankle sprain for sure. He's like, it's not an ankle sprain. And then they were like, all right, it's sprained a little bit. Dr. Mike Tomlin, everybody. Yeah. Um, CJ Anderson signed with the Raiders because John Gruden still thinks it's 2014. Yep. He's ready. He's yeah. ready to win the Super Bowl four years ago. Yep. Yep. CJ Anderson and Jordy Nelson. Yep. <laughs> ready to lead them to glory. Uh huh. And Derek Carr. Oh, my God. The glue uh, that holds it all together. The, whatever that thing is. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals got a coach fired, just not the right one. <laughs> They got not, someone else's coach fired. Now we just need to work on Wilkes. Yeah, that uh, I guess wasn't that much of a surprise. I feel like it took a turn very quickly with McCarthy and that whole people like the group of people who were like, oh, there's they need to fire him, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I feel like most people figured it would be the end of the year. What, what got him fired more? Losing to the Cardinals at home or giving Jamal Williams 11 carries <laughs> because everyone thinks it's the Cardinals. I'm almost positive. It's because they saw what Aaron Jones is and they're like, this is our guy. And then they were like, let's give him that chase Edmonds work. That's, that's what I don't understand about some of these. Like this dude literally got fired because obviously there was multiple reasons and it was kind of built up over a long period of time. But my God, it's like you have somebody like Aaron Jones who just comes in and makes an impact every time he's on the field. And then you just don't play him. Like the Browns were, the Browns front office was so pissed off that they literally traded the guy in front of Nick Chubb to be like, now see what you can do assholes. You know what I mean? Like Like forcing, yeah, he forced their hand and the fucking Packers did the same thing because they traded Montgomery. They're like, hey, uh, this thing with Montgomery isn't work. You should use the guy that's actually the best, you know, running back in your roster. Yeah. I here's a here's a question for you. This is one that didn't make my list of bads, but should have. I called it last week in mm-hmm. our fuck Mary Kill. Who could uh get more money hypothetically if Jamal Williams uh was a free agent? Would you pay more for Jamal Williams? Or Tevin Coleman, because boy is Tevin Coleman losing money every time he's on the field. Yeah. Oh my God. He what he ran for like eleven yards this week or something. <laughs> he was so bad. We all saw it coming, but he was horrible. Yeah, and just the fact that running backs, as everybody has seen this year, they're so fucking replaceable. Yeah. You can get a fucking Gus Edwards, and start and still have the same offense or still produce from the running back spot. You can have 
Rashad Penny, Mike Davis, and Chris Carson all in the same backfield and still produce 100-yard rushers every game. No one drafted Philip Lindsay. Yeah. No one. Yeah. No one. How bad are your, your stats people that they're like, well, this guy, eh, nope. No. And he's killing Undrafted it. Undrafted free agent. Unbelievable. That, but yeah, exactly. Why would you pay up for Tevin Coleman? It's also a really weird thing how like everyone on the Falcons offense got worse when they brought in Sarkeesian, but he's not. Yeah. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's probably like uh, ownership. Maybe the new stadium. Yeah. Maybe the new stadium. The lights that. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not Sarkeesian though. It's the shadows probably. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep him on. Good Maybe idea. he's hitting the bottle again. Could be. Maybe that's what they need. Yeah. That took a turn. All right. We'll cut that out. <laughs> hey, and here's here's my favorite bit of news that uh, I've realized through this year. When a star running back or a star wide receiver goes down, the next guy up does not automatically become like the guy. No. Like, like James Conner's down. And everyone thinks Jalen Samuels is going to be the guy. Remind me next week when he goes off. Right. I just don't think he's going I to. will remind you. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders goes down. People are like, well, Sutton's a wide receiver one. Uh-huh. No, because he's been facing cupcake matchups with corners. And yeah. now you get the big dog and Case Keenum's still throwing you the ball. Galladay was supposed to be the new number one. Has not looked the part at all. No. Uh Who's another one? There was one more that got forced into like major targets that has not been doing anything with it. Can't think of it. We'll be back next week. We'll be back. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, no, but it, I mean, it's, it's it, again, it's like it goes back to coaching and scheme and so many other variables. It's like, okay, if the Rams, if Todd Gurley had gotten hurt before the season, like, ACL out for the rest of the year. I don't think realistically that they would maybe be worse by one or two games. Todd Gurley not being there, I don't think is what makes that offense so good. Mm -hmm. It's the way it's designed. Yeah. It's because they use their running backs and run them into six man fronts. They don't, they don't run guys into, you know, stacked boxes where there's literally nowhere to go because it doesn't matter how good you are. If there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to go. Like that's pretty much the bottom line. The Rams, and that's the thing, like that's why everybody picks up Malcolm Brown because they're like, oh, if they start going away from Gurley, like Malcolm Brown is one good enough, but also the Rams and Sean McVay are good enough to be able to get their running backs those type of numbers every week, no matter who it is. Yep, but then you got Jerick McKinnon goes down, and then people are like, Brita, Morris, some guy I've never heard of this week. Like, <laughs> It's just everybody yeah. mixing in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, sort of a nightmare. Uh, the one I was thinking of was Tyler Boyd. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, A.J. Green went down. He didn't become the number one. He's the closest thing to being a number one. He's not bad. Yeah. But I think everyone is hesitant to play him every week. Might uh, have something new with Marvin Lewis. Or yeah. Driscoll. Let's blame Driscoll. It's not Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Marvin Lewis is a totally capable head coach. Yes, he is. He'll be there for the next 45 years. Oh, boy. Uh, before we go any farther, we have a sponsor. Uh, another sponsor this week. Yeah, for the six of you that have made it this far. 
Uh, our sponsor this week is actually, we all know it and love it, Elf on the Shelf. Mm. Yeah, it's that time of year again. Elf on the Shelf is back. Do you not remember buying that creepy little guy sitting on your mantle? Is it almost like it just wandered into your house one day? Well, guess what? One in every ten elves on the shelf has been possessed by a demonic spirit. So get yours today and see your child levitating in their sleep tomorrow. Sounds fantastic. That's a great sponsor. Do you think they proofread that before they sent it? I hope. Are I they joking? Know. I I always remember the holiday season and my I think my favorite elf on the shelf catchphrase to this day is kill everyone I think that's probably yeah <laughs> that's probably mine yeah heard it every night it was always funny ours like always had a knife by it at yeah. my house uh-huh. and I was like my parents just like used to play that joke and then they used to be like why well, didn't put it there did you put it there and then they would do this like <laughs> funny thing yeah and yeah, I'd wake up with cuts on my arm. It was, it was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. One of those. Fun time of the year. Good time. Good time. Thanks to Elf on the Shelf. Hope you I guys don't sleep tonight. I know that you're hearing this. Piece of shit. Uh, that's what you get for listening to our podcast this long. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a interesting little segment. Question for you. Uh-huh. League winning players you got from the waiver wire. Okay. This doesn't. For my league, I talked about earlier not being super into the late waiver wire process at this point. In my ESPN league, which unfortunately, too little too late, I'm I'm rolling now. And part of the reason is because I picked up some of these guys. One pickup I had at quarterback was Russell Wilson, which... Every year. Every, yeah. Someone will drop him week seven. Yep. Then you pick Seah- him up. Seahawks start 0-2. Everybody's freaking out, worried that it's the end of the world. And then he just does what he does, which is be pretty consistent, very efficient. Tyler Lockett's having a great year. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns against San Francisco. Their defense is not anything to write home about, but I mean, he still gets it done every year. He's he's not running. In previous years, it was always that he would have that second element of rushing for 80 yards and a touchdown every game, which he's not doing now, but he's still a better passer than he was in you know, then he came into the league in the last few years. Yeah. So. And, and everyone talks about how much Seattle runs the ball. Yeah. They don't realize that Russell Wilson only needs to throw the ball like 15 times to have three touchdowns. And that's the thing. That's the thing about that offense. And now they're utilizing play action so much. So they're, they're basically maximizing his, um, his efficiency by getting guys more open just because defenses are biting on that run game. That's actually, working for them now i mean this year 29 touchdowns five interceptions that's not a, bad that's a damn good year yeah droppable if you ask droppable me. yeah all droppable. right g- give me a give me a running back and a wide receiver running back is i'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat but nick chubb i was a big nick chubb supporter from day one uh loved him coming out of the draft and obviously hugh jackson happened yep. so hugh jackson and todd haley happened so they didn't get him the ball. They kept Phoenix Carlos Hyde. I had Carlos Hyde just out of sheer desperation, I guess <laughs> you could say. And then they finally realized that they have one of the best young running backs in the league, and that's proving itself over the last few weeks when he's actually been given the opportunity. Nick Chubb was the ultimate uh, fantasy football nerd pickup 
because it happened on like a Wednesday after waivers already went. Uh-huh. So it was whoever was first to it. Yeah. And I remember I saw the news immediately. I got the update. I was like, I got him. Someone yep. had him like three minutes before <laughs> me. I was like, are you guys shitting me? Yeah. Like, we all have day jobs. What are you doing? You don't have a meeting? I do have a friend who has had him rostered the in my Yahoo League. He's had him rostered the entire year. That's patience. That is actually bad fantasy football play. I mean, I don't, I can't remember who his running backs are offhand, but I think he's fine at running back. All right. And so he just held on to him. That's and cool. It was a pretty great move. Give me a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Got to go with another one of my uh, favorite rookies, DJ Moore of the Panthers. Yeah. He's coming on as of late. I think obviously last week was a little bit of a disappointment compared to his previous two weeks, but he's still super dynamic and in that offense, the the Panthers can spread the ball around. And like we talked about a little bit before, you know, it might be a big Christian McCaffrey week. It might be Curtis Samuel. It might be DJ Moore, but they've got. And the other thing is like they get their wide receivers in on the run game, too, which is also big and opens things up. So DJ Moore could be that guy that especially with the Panthers kind of getting into desperation mode. I mean, he might he might see some significant targets over the next few weeks and, and maybe win a league or two. Yeah, he has the, the Mark Ingram effect where it's like you have to just keep putting him in your flex and you just hope, for, hope it pops. Yeah, for every every 230-yard week, you get the 140-yard two-touchdown week and yep. you don't know when it's coming because it's hard to predict, but mm-hmm. you just got to ride him out yep. and hope you get something out of it. All right, my uh, league winning players you? from the waiver wire... This is this one's near and dear to my heart <laughs> as of this week. I am fucking desperate. Yeah. Josh Allen. Oh boy. He's had back to back very good weeks. Uh-huh. Don't watch the game. Right. Just watch the number. Watch on, the number come in. Probably watch start the results come in. Very so oh, he rushed for hundred and thirty six yards. The week before he rushed for ninety yards. Yeah. That's not doing it back to back weeks. That's not a fluke. That's the thing about him that people got so caught up in his inaccuracy as a passer. But the the different thing with him is that like he's a really good athlete. Yeah. He's a he's an excellent athlete and he's faster than people give him credit for. So he it's different when you can't hit anybody in stride and you're a fucking statue in the pocket. Like he can make things happen. And granted, that was also part of his problem in college because he went on some wild ass scrambles around the pocket throwing off his back foot across the field going the opposite direction i mean some shit made zero sense and it's like well that's not going to work in the nfl but the the baseline was that he has the athleticism to make plays and he's doing it the last few weeks yeah it's ugly as shit but boy is it uh translating to fantasy points the other one i was gonna put here we'll talk about him later is lamar jackson i grabbed him and uh-huh. boy are they easing flacco back yeah he's three and oh why you don't make the change no even even if it's aaron Rodgers and someone's filling in three and oh you got to just see how that goes and you know what the thing about that is that's also a situation where now you're rolling with a guy who other teams don't have much film on. Mm-hmm. That just that only plays in your favor the rest of the way. Playing Kansas City this week, who's very susceptible to the run also. Yeah. And that's the Ravens game. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be very interesting. Watch out for an upset there. I would probably take 
didn't look at the line. I would probably take the Ravens, though. Chiefs have nothing to play for. Chiefs minus six and a half. That's the line. Oh, that's actually a very that's close line. That is. I would I would take I would take the Ravens plus six and a half. I would take that too. And then we'd both be wrong. They're just gonna get roasted. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh yeah, the Chiefs oh, are good. Yeah. Sixty to four. That's a weird score. Forgot. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, be- speaking of scores, we'll go a little bit off track here, but oh, that's what uh, we do. One one <laughs> one weird, uh, I guess fact for nine straight years now. The Seahawks have played in a game that was a score that had never happened before in the NFL. This week was was it forty three to sixteen? Nine oh. they scoregami they call it. Oh, that that score mm. nine years in a row. It's never happened. I think we need to disable your internet when we start recording. Okay. No, I'm still watching piss four twenty porn <laughs> from last week. <laughs> If you guys tuned in, just on and Facebook. If you didn't, disable your safe search. Yeah, <laughs> live on the wild side. Uh, the running back I also had was Nick Chubb, yeah. specifically. Uh, that, that's be- that's like a universal thing at this point. I well, mean, I mean, there was also Aaron Jones. That's true. That was one you could have picked up midway through the year. Philip Lindsay was like a week one waiver pick where it was like, yeah. okay, idiots, go take <laughs> Philip Lindsay. And I was like, oh, shit. After one good game. He is, he's like number three in yards or something. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yep. Good for you losers. Uh, wide receiver that could win you a league. Calling it now. Call my shot. Chris Godwin. Yeah. He's awesome when DJX does not play. Uh, he's a free agent after this year. Deshaun Jackson is. I think Tampa Bay is just going to leave him out. They already know what they have in the young guy. He's sick. He's very good. He's a really good player. And for next year, I think it'll be interesting. Dirk Cutter's not going to be the coach next year. And they're going to make a change at quarterback. They're going to they're gonna wash their hands of the whole Jameis Winston bullshit. So I feel like depending on the route they go to hire somebody, he could be a guy that has a really monster year next season and he'll still be playing alongside Mike Evans. So like you, like you talked about earlier, I mean, I think he's maybe good enough on some teams to be a wide receiver one, but he's going to be in those matchups that are favorable every week with Mike Evans on the other side. And if he gets the right scheme and the right coach in there and ideally the right quarterback, I mean, he could have a, a really huge year next year. Yeah. Another one that, that could have been that is Humphreys. Humphreys has been a monster the last couple of weeks. I was that's, wrong on that for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is I was all in favor of moving on from Jameis, uh, Tampa Bay, but it's like it, the worst game that he has is like three interceptions 350 yards like they don't really run the ball they don't run it well i am gonna go out on a limb and say they will make a push for uh lev bell in the offseason if they had lev bell that would be very interesting i don't think they have the money i think lev bell's gonna end up uh somewhere that has a very young quarterback that is uh, very running back needy, like uh, something like Kansas City. Why they have Kareem Hunt? Why do they need Love Bell? Why do I keep I mean, seeing this pop up? Zero last week. But yeah, I guess he had again, a bad week. So have, you want to move on? I'm gonna have you look into that uh, after the podcast is over. Well, I have safe search on. Is that why I'm not seeing anything? Maybe. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. I think I think Jameis Winston can support two, if not three, wide receivers. He did it last week. I mean, Evans didn't have a very good game, but I mean, they're all eating. They got Bray too. And OJ um, Howard next year. Chris Godwin is an odd one where if Evans were to go down, which he always looks like he's about to go down. Yeah, because he's uh, 10 feet tall. Yeah. I would I would say that Chris Godwin could walk into being a wide receiver one. He's oh, he, yeah. he has the talent. He's got I think, the talent for yeah, sure. Yeah, for he's sure. very good. All right. Let's get into some fuck, Mary kill. Let's do for it. Week 14, week one of playoffs slash week two of playoffs slash almost to the playoffs. Almost to the playoffs, depending on your league oh, settings. Oh, man. My, my league settings are so all over the place. It's so, and yeah. especially in my paid leagues, it'd be so nice if they were uniform in the paid leagues. But having looked at, I knew I was going to make the playoffs in the ESPN pay league, but then I looked at the schedule and the the matchups for the playoffs are two weeks long apiece, which means that's such a nightmare the championship round the fucking last week in week 17. So the, apparently the two best teams are going to be playing each other in week 17. <laughs> God knows what those rosters or targets or anything is going to look like at that point. And then Yahoo's Yahoo's better. It's just a 14 week season. And then uh, I'm in the four spot right now. But I'm playing the guy who's in the number one spot. So if I win, I'm in. But if I lose, I got to pray for a bunch of other things to happen in order to. I Thankfully, I do have top. I'm top four in points. So if it, ever, if it did come down to a tiebreaker, I'd be okay. But it's going to be quite the matchup this week. Lucky for you, anyone who's number one or number two right now is probably starting to deteriorate and fall apart. That's I'm true. usually more worried about the person that barely gets in because they're the person that's getting hot. Yeah. The problem will be, though, if I do get in, I'm going to have to probably play this person the next week as well. Oh, I have that right now. So that's night. We see. Shout out to Connor. He uh, I had the second most points in the league last week. He had the first and beat me by like 40 and now we play each other again this week oh, man. so it should be interesting and i'll lose uh shout out to us for last week's picks uh killed tevin coleman who was fucking terrible yep uh married slash fucked yep. Tariq cohen mm-hmm it was one of the two. You were, I, I no, it, it was both because you changed the rules. Oh, I did. Thanks uh-huh. for reminding me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I married him and then I fucked him because I'm a Christian boy. Yep. Uh, Cohen had a monster game uh, and then my co-host decided to fuck Jarvis Landry who had another 100-yard game. He's back. Good call. And I didn't drop him, which means he's going to be terrible again this week. There you go. Can't follow my advice every week, but sometimes it does work out. Yep. All right. Let's here. I want wide receivers this week. I never get wide receivers. All right. Go ahead. No, you ask me. <laughs> or what, what do you I, want? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Fuck, God, Mary kill. We, this is never going to work between us. Fuck, Mary kill. Let's go wide receivers to start again. If you guys are not familiar with the game, fuck you want them in your lineup this week. Maybe it'll it'll get you into the playoffs or help you advance in the playoffs. Mary, you want him the rest of the way. You're rolling with him no matter where you are in the league standing. And Kill, you don't want him anywhere near your roster at this point in the year. Maybe you don't drop him necessarily, but you're definitely not starting him. So let's go. Fuck, Mary, Kill. Julian Edelman at Miami. Chris Godwin, as we talked about. 
against New Orleans at home. And Kenny Galladay, Babytron, at the Cardinals. Who you got? Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. Uh, curveball. Curveball. I'm going to... Are you going to marry every, multiple every, people? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to fuck Chris Godwin. First New Orleans. I think he'll have a good makes, week. Makes sense. I think he'll have a very good week. Okay. Uh, that's all the analysis I really need on that part. I'm going to marry Julian Edelman. Marry Julian Edelman. Everyone is so against Julian Edelman this year. Any rankings you look at, he's like in the deep 20s. Yeah. He hasn't had a bad week. Maybe last week was his first average game since he's been back. Every other game in PPR, he's been putting up between like 16 and 20 points every week. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand the hate for him. Everyone sees Josh Gordon and his tattoos and they're like, he's the guy. That's their (laughs) number one. He's not their number one. He gets like four catches a week. Mm -hmm. It's always Edelman. Edelman is their number one. Gronk is not even their go-to guy anymore. I would say that Edelman is 1A, Gronk is 1B, and Josh Gordon is 1C. You think so? Yeah. Julian Edelman is involved every week. Every right. week he's involved. Right. He's catching touchdowns this year too, which is not something Julian Edelman does. That's yeah. He he's been very good, and I think he's going to continue to be good. Watch out against Miami though. When New England goes to Miami, they usually just are terrible. But I like honestly, my, I like Miami secondary. So we'll see how that well, works. Well, Xavier Howard's out this week. I don't like he's Miami secondary week. as much this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I think. Honestly, a negative game script would be good for Edelman because then they'll have to keep throwing it to him. The only thing that worries me about Edelman is now they're like, once again, seven running backs yep. in in uh, New England. And I'm and still counting on James involved. White, hopefully. Uh, well, that's the one to own in PPR. Uh, and I'm going to kill Galladay, as I said. Uh, when no love for Babytron. Nope. When your number one goes down, does not make the number two the number one. They are trying to force it to him, and Stafford looks terrible. The Lions just look awful. The Lions are so bad, I'm looking at the Cardinals' schedule. Very excited for this week. <laughs> like, we might have a chance to at really fuck up too. our draft right now. There you go. Why are we winning? Why are the Cardinals winning? We can finally really build a team. Just try to get the number one pick and then trade back because we don't want a quarterback. Well, we do want a quarterback meaning me Cardinals don't I guess uh but it's like just tank a little bit just a little bit I don't like Galladay the rest of the year I'm not gonna tell you how I'd kill him because I get our lawyers emails okay and uh I don't actually want to kill him I hope it's uh maybe a natural causes thing yeah uh, old age. later in his life is Much what later. he told me to say specifically okay all right running backs running backs fuck Mary kill Marlon Mack at Houston, LeGarrette Blunt at Arizona, uh, or Justin Jackson at Cincinnati. Interesting. I'm going to go fuck Justin Jackson at Cincinnati. He's a beast and seventh round pick. Another guy that the number one goes down and they're still able to produce. He had... I'll, I'll give you some some stats. These are gut feel stats. Give These me gut feel. Give me gut, gut feel. feel. I 
think he's going to be good. Okay. There's he looked the guy feel. electric last week. Four. Here we go. Here's how electric. Here's how electric. I'm going to get into the stats. 4.7 yards after contact per Ooh. attempt. 7.9 yards per attempt. That is electric. And he's better than Eckler. And I don't think that the Chargers should rush especially against the Bengals and how terrible that defense is. No, they're already in the playoffs. Yeah, don't don't risk Melvin Gordon's health. You got Justin Jackson and I mean, he's he's on that fuck Mary line too. So maybe, you know what? I'm going to say fuck and then Mary. Oh, like a bad Christian boy. Dirty dog. Fuck and then Mary. Wow. Justin Jackson. Wow, hope the uh, the big man upstairs isn't watching. Well, even if he is, he's probably into it. Please stop. For kill, it's going to be another double homicide. Another double homicide. Both. Because I'm if I'm fucking and marrying, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a, a polygamy stunt here. I'm gonna all right righteously kill the other two. I'm gonna kill Marlon Mack at Houston. He's productive, but Houston's defense is still really good. And LeGarrette Blunt against Arizona, I mean, come on. Yeah. I, They've got yeah, that's that's that offense is just in shambles. Marlon Mack looked sick for two weeks, and then everyone pointed out that his schedule gets hard, and they were right. He played Jacksonville twice, he plays Houston next week, he plays Dallas. I think you're holding for maybe your championship week. I I don't even know. Yeah, who it's again? It's somebody that's a little softer, but the way he gets injured, he'll probably be out in the first quarter anyways. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Kill them both. I there like it. Go. I like it. Kill them both. Uh, and and just to be very specific, how I, I would how I would kill them both. It's the holiday season, Connor. Well, that's why I feel like giving out two murders uh, instead of the normal one. What I would first do is add an email blocker onto our Gmail account that gets checked very regularly, as you know. And I would filter out all emails from any law firm whatsoever. And then I would have Marlon Mack and LeGarrette Blunt go to deliver a letter to our lawyer's office. And what they would think would be, you know, I, I would fill them in on the situation about, look, the lawyer supposedly has been emailing us about all these things I've been saying, what I'm not supposed to be saying, trying to limit my free speech, trying to limit my First Amendment's rights. So I want you to deliver this package that is a cease and desist letter that I've signed myself saying that I will no longer do those things on the podcast. They say, sure, we totally understand. Why are you having us run this errand? I say, it doesn't matter. You guys have more clout in the legal game than I do. As professional athletes, they will actually get an appointment with you. And they would walk into the... I would instruct them not to to open the envelope. That's a very key point. This is exhausting right now. It's going to get more exhausting. So they walk in... And they go to the receptionist and she says, they can seat you in about 20 minutes. <laughs> and so they wait 20 minutes and then 30 minutes. And then they 
they hear a ticking noise uh, coming from the package. First one of them thinks it's their shiny new Rolex watch. And then finally, at the very moment that they get called in to the office to meet with the lawyer, that package, which is actually an improvised explosive device, goes off. And now I no longer have to worry about dealing with lawyer emails or Marlon Mack or LeGarrette Blunt. No, we're still going to give the emails. Did you just threaten our lawyer too with this story? I didn't threaten anybody. Lawyers like to plan things out in advance. I like to plan things out in advance. Allegedly. Yeah, but one is helping people and the other is murdering No, people. I'm helping our podcast grow and not be restricted by people who want to squash our First Amendment rights. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Let's move on to quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I got I was I was praying we were done. Okay. Give me quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Fuck, Mary kill. Your boy, Josh Allen, against the Jets at home. Lamar Jackson at Kansas City. Marcus Mariota at home against Jacksonville. Uh, oh, fuck. Lamar Jackson, Kansas City. As I said earlier, I think uh, Kansas City it can be exploited with the run game. I think the Ravens actually keep it close. I think he'll be good this week. Unfortunately, if they do lose, I think that opens the door for Flacco to take back over. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to start the rest of the games. Are you saying that Flacco is backo? God, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Connor. <laughs> I will say that when he is back out, but he's not back out yet. Oh, okay. Uh, also, Lamar Jackson's going to get hurt running the ball that many times a game. So it could also limit him for the rest of the year. Uh, but this week, I think he'll be good. Uh, I'm going to marry Josh Allen. It's gross. As you should. It's gross. Bortles was good for fantasy football, too. It's disgusting. <laughs> but you know what? He puts up points. He's one of those players. He that puts up points. You put him in your lineup, and then you take a shower right after. Yep. And you don't watch the game. Don't even check the box score. Just see the number that it gives you. Don't don't check the three interceptions and two fumbles. Just look at it for the hundred rush yards, hundred pass yards, two touchdowns. You ask one of the seven people who watched a Bills game. Yes. Uh, and then I'm going to kill Marcus Mariota. Uh, I was dealing with him the last couple weeks. All the plus matchups, he would do nothing. And then all the bad matchups, he was in the 20s. Fun. He just saves his day late. Yeah. Fun oh. fact, I started in my ESPN league before I had Russell Wilson as my backup. I started Marcus Mariota over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I remember that. That was a one-week history lesson for me. That is a tough one to forget. Yeah, it is a tough one to forget. And now that I think about it, it cost me the playoffs. Oh, funny. How things come full circle. Maybe it's mm. karma from talking about murdering all these players every week. No. Probably. no. That happened before I allegedly killed anybody. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, kill Marcus Mariota. All right. First Jacksonville, that's going to be an ugly game tomorrow night. Start both defenses. Other than that, that maybe game is going to be 9-4. to four. 
That's going to be the final score. Of it's that a game. Thursday night weird game. It's yep. either going to be a total dud or it's going to be a shootout. And I hope to God it's not a shootout because <laughs> I have Tennessee's defense. <laughs> All right. Looks like we have actually we got a listener question. Ah, okay. This is from uh, Tim in Missouri. Wow, that's a new one. All the way from Missouri. Hey guys, I didn't make the playoffs. What should I do now? Vague. It is very fake. I would say move away from Missouri first. That'd be a good start. Anywhere else. There are warm states. Mm-hmm. There are better states. Like, for example, I have a feeling he's any about, other than Missouri. I think he's talking about fantasy football, though. Like, should he, like, keep watch? Should he pay Oh, attention? he didn't make the playoffs in fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. There's no, like, real-life playoffs. This isn't the Hunger Games. It might be in Missouri. I don't know. Yeah, Tim, I was born be more there, specific. But I been back in a while. Uh, what, what does he do? What does he do? Does he keep watching football? I've heard other podcasts, not to say any Why? names. I got time on my hands. Uh, they say you should keep watching. They say you should pay attention for next year. You huh. should, you should study up. <laughs> A bunch oh. of fucking nerds, yeah, dude. Right, dude. Yes. Yeah. Literally, just cram the week before the next draft. You're done for the year. You're free. Go do other stuff. Go start a family. You hey, know how Tim, much research time it takes to hone your gut feel? Absolutely zero. Zero, because it's always inside you. Hey Tim, you know what? Go get your ex girlfriend back. How about that? Go yeah. do that. Yeah. Now that, now that you're text star- her. Now- text your ex girlfriend. Yeah. Tell her you still love her. Now that you're that sorry is a decision is based done with on gut football, feel, and that will pay off 100 percent of the time. Don't analyze the pros. Don't make a pros and cons list like an idiot. Go with your gut feel. Take out that phone. Take out that flip phone. You live in Missouri, Tim. You probably still have a flip phone. Take out that flip phone. Use one of your five text messages for the month and text your ex-girlfriend. She still probably loves you. Yeah, the same one that said you're so fucking dorky for what playing fake football yeah yeah guess what and you suck at it you're not even in the fucking playoffs tim text stephanie tell her you want her back god damn it and move away from missouri for fuck's sake but thank you for listening yeah he actually emailed us at uh fantasy morons at gmail.com you can also ask us questions life questions honestly we'll give you bad advice in any aspect of your life uh, like I said, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash fantasy morons podcast. We're on Twitter at Facebook. Oh my God. We're not on Twitter at Facebook. We're on Twitter at fantasy FB morons. It's a new social media platform. I'm new to this. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's all difficult to for me. Facebook.com slash Twitter. <laughs> uh, we're on Apple podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google play, uh, under the fantasy morons week 14 it's gonna be a great one don't fuck this up if you made the playoffs yeah you're in it for don't all of do us. it you paid a $300 buy-in you'd better not lose your money because you decided to start Marcus Mariota yeah. against the Jags win this week over Patrick probably Mahomes. get your money back exactly just it's win this all week. about breaking even yeah that's what life is Free gambling. Nobody comes out ahead. You just want to break even. So do it for all the morons out there. Win this week. And if you don't, 
you know what? Come back next week because we're still going to talk about football for some goddamn reason. Yes, we will. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening and play like a moron today. <laughs>